Hi there, hi. Welcome to Money Tips. Well, this week lots been happening with the economy. The UK economy has dipped last month after barely growing in the first quarter. We've had the US economy also slowing in the first quarter as well. So is the world heading to recession? I think it is. I've been saying it for a long time, but we shall have to see what the governments and the central bank do. They might print more money to drag us out of recession. Who knows? Well, in the UK, we've also had the Queen's speech this week, which is a a speech that the Queen, in this case, Prince Charles, made, uh, which is the government's uh, set out, the government setting out their agenda for the current parliament. And obviously the Queen doesn't write the speech, the government writes the speech. But, the, you know, they, they set out various bills that they are going to introduce. Uh, in this case, Charles was, was delivering it. But the one I'm really concerned, I mean, this is about levelling up, air, you know, air energy security, but the one I'm really concerned with is the Renters Reform Bill, which is, is this one here. You can't read it, but you can look it up. Renters Reform. That, that's a scary thing for a landlord. Renters Reform. Uh, the, the, the mood is moving towards renters' rights and long-term tenancies, maybe open-ended tenancies. And the, 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 the thing I want to highlight here is the, 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 the bill, which is the uh, plans to abolish what's called Section 21, or commonly known as no-fault evictions. That means you can give somebody notice without actually saying you're at fault for this, or you haven't paid your rent, or whatever, or I, I want to sell this property. You don't have to give a reason. A bit like a no-fault divorce, if you like. And they're going to end that. Now, Section 21 has been used by, by thousands of, of, of landlords all over the country to, to, to really get back possession of their property. In some cases, it might be used where a tenant is disruptive or, or doesn't pay their rent. But in most cases, it's used where the, you know, the, the tenant has been there a few years and the, and, and the landlord just wants their, their, their property back. It, it's not an aggressive move necessarily. But uh, cha charities and, and the Labour government, the opposition party, have been pushing to end this form of eviction because they say it causes homelessness. Now, I don't believe it causes homelessness. Um, I believe the homelessness is caused uh, by, by a lack of uh, properties being built by the government for social housing. Now, there's several examples of how, how this process works. Normally, you, you would serve a notice and give two, two months notice and the tenant would move. Or normally, if the tenant comes to the end of their 12 months tenancy or they, they renew it for another year and they come to the end of that, normal people just move. But other people say, no, I'm not going to move. Uh, and there was a story in the BBC recently, someone's, they've asked their, their landlord to evict them so that they can get social housing. It's, it's, it's crazy. So some people dig their heels and say, no, I'm not going to move um, or I can't afford to, to find another property, so I'm not going to move. Uh, and, and then they won't pay any more rent. And, and then they go to the council and the council say, don't move, because if you move out on the Section 21 notice alone, you will have made yourself uh, intentionally homeless and then we won't help you get back on, on housing. We won't put you in bed and breakfast, short-term accommodation. So they, they drag it out and that they wait for the bitter end. So the section's two months notice is, is served. The tenant says, I'm not moving. And then what happens at the end of that, you have to then take them to court and serve an eviction, which can take you know up to six months, depending on the, the how busy the courts are. Uh, so it's it's a nonsense situation, and now the government even want to take that away from landlords. So I think a lot of landlords will be worried. 
And I don't think this is going to be good for tenants either because landlords will just pull out of the market. The vast majority of buy-to-let landlords in the UK are mum and pup businesses with one or two properties. Sometimes they become accidental landlords. They've inherited a property or they've just got a property because they, they couldn't sell it and they've moved on and, and rented that out rather than sell it cheap. So it, it's not all big companies. I and mean, big companies are definitely moving into the market. There's no doubt about it. I mean, in America, you've got Goldman Sachs and uh, hedge funds now becoming the biggest private landlords in the country. So the corporates are definitely moving in and the government have encouraged corporates to move in in the UK in the, the build to rent sector, as they call it. Uh, but, you know, there's still two million buy to let landlords and a lot of them are going to be horrified by, by this this rule. And people like um, Sadiq Khan calling for rent controls in London, control rents, you know, control rents. Uh, let's let's squeeze at the landlords and not allow them to put up rents because you've got to be fair to tenants. But what about the landlords who are providing the, these properties? And I'll tell you what will happen when when governments bring in too many controls, higher taxes. You know, it has the opposite effect of what they're, what they're trying to achieve. And we can see this already in Wales, where there is now a shortage of, of rental properties and rents, of course, are going through the roof because, as they, they say in Wales, uh, there's been a mass exodus of landlords. Why? Because of extra taxes. And now the Welsh government, the, the social, I'm not being political here, but they are a very socialist government. The socialist Welsh government have now talked about uh, rent controls. Uh, they, they've used a different term than rent controls, but it means they will uh, stop landlords charging what the market price is and they will set the rents as what they call a fair rent. But, you know, we know what's going to happen. Landlords will just say, fine, I'm out of here. Just like if you restrict businesses, uh, you tax them too much, it takes away the incentive. What's the incentive to rent a property out where the, the government is going to tell you what the rent should be and the government will tell you you can't evict a person? The government will tell you you must give them an open-ended tenancy. That is not an incentive. That's the sort of uh, tenancy that should be provided by the government. The government in the 60s and 70s built tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of council houses all over the country to rehouse people, which was after the war, the Second World War, when lots of properties had been destroyed. But that, that worked fairly well. Um, I mean, the properties weren't great. In some cases, there were horrible sink estates. But, you know, many people have bought those properties since on the right to buy. And they're still desirable places to live. I grew up in, in a council flat after our street was demolished. Uh, and, you know, I had some good times there. I mean, it wasn't luxury or anything, but, um, you know, and then at the end of the 1970s, the government just stopped building. There was just, that was it. You know, there's been no more new towns like Milton Keynes. There's been no more uh, other other smaller towns like uh, Harlow and Basildon and Crawley and all these places that were built in the, the 50s and 60s and, and Boreham Wood even um, and Stevenage. Lots of places were built to, to rehouse people. That is just stopped hasn't it it's nothing it's just the imagination is gone now they're they're just giving out social housing to to developers to to give a a few crumbs of uh, what they call affordable housing which is not even affordable because it's under a, a scheme called shared ownership so the the social housing is dried up in this country and that's what the problem is private landlords were never there to to solve the problem of social housing that 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 needs a, a bigger picture thinking from from the government so that's my little rant about that uh, but I want to talk more about this tomorrow in, in a new show that I'm, I'm, I'm running, which I'm just launching is called UK Property Talk, where I'll be just talking about property for about an hour 
uh, and, and bringing on your views as well, guests as well. Uh, so if you're a landlord out there, you'd like to guest on a future show, let me know, drop me a line because uh, we'll be talking specifically about property in the UK. Also the opportunities to, to make money from property, to perhaps uh, plan your retirement through property, not just on buy to let. There's multiple opportunities in property, in, in commercial. There's uh, uh, also development opportunities. There's uh, opportunities to manage properties using none of your own money and make money and property that way. But there's a, a wealth of opportunities. We'll be talking about buying properties through estate agencies, buying properties through uh, an auction. I was at an auction just the other day. Uh, and all sorts of opportunities, the difference between buying in an auction and buying through an estate agent. So join me for that Saturday morning UK time, 10 a.m. Uh, I'll put a link up here if you want to register for that, but would love to see and love to hear your views on property, especially if you're a landlord or an investor. What's your views on the abolition of Section 21? Uh, I'd, I'd like to, to hear about that. And, and, this, and I'll talk more about what's going on in Wales where property rents have just shot up and gone through the roof and that how that that might happen here as well so that that's 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 enough about property now um in, in the wider economy as i said the economy in the uk has dipped uh, by by just about 0.8 percent. so it's a very slight dip but it's not growing and the projections were last year that the economy would grow but now the bank of england had to admit uh, last week when they raised interest rates again that uh, the, the economy could slow and we, we could go into a recession and and that seems to be happening in America we know what's going on in the world we know that prices of everything are going up through the roof and and you know this is why you've actually got tenants now searching for accommodation where bills are included but eventually the land something has to give because the landlord cannot just absorb all of these extra costs and and just let tenants sit in a property running the heat in all 24 hours a day uh, landlords can't absorb that cost because if they lose money they'll have to shut the property down so you know something's got to give here um, i personally think that energy prices will eventually come down demand will, will force it down just like demand for oil at the moment is reducing because people are are re reducing the amount of uh, journeys they take they're cutting the amount of journeys they take by car. Now, that might be good for the environment, but it's not good for the economy. And, you know, oil companies will have to start cutting the prices because you know that the government reduced VAT on, on fuel, but it seems like the oil companies played a little trick there because they, they've just kept on increasing the prices even with the VAT cut. So they've just pocketed that, that money, really. So that's a bit naughty. But I think eventually they'll, they'll have to come down because if demand for gas and petrol falls they have to sell this stuff you know they they can't store it for that long so i would say let's hold on let, let's let's look positively on this and hopefully these prices will come down uh, in, in in the not too distant future i i i hope because it is affecting the price of everything that we buy and, and we do but unfortunately i think uh, the, the economy seems to be heading towards a slowdown a recession a technical term for recession is uh, negative growth in I don't know how that makes sense negative growth I mean it's not growth if it's negative but if you have negative growth for two consecutive quarters like January to March then April to June so if April to June there's negative growth and then July to July August September is, is another period of negative growth then that will be considered officially a recession but for many people they're already in a recession so there's never been a better time to learn about money 
and, and learn about how you can come out of this uh, by, by investing because you're not going to save your way to, to a happy retirement, to a comfortable retirement, or you're not going to get out of the rat race saving your money in the bank, earning next to zero. So learn from my podcast, from my free stuff, share and like it. Uh, and join me if you can for tomorrow's UK Property Talk, the first show, 10 a.m. UK time. I'll put a link up here. So thanks very much for joining me today. I look forward to seeing you again and stay safe out there. Have a great time. Have a great weekend ahead. Bye for now.